We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You don't even have to be a sports fan to have heard the news that Deion Sanders just took a new coaching job at the University of Colorado. And it's a big deal, particularly in my circles, where thousands of my friends and followers, we all went to historically black colleges. So to have Deion Sanders be the coach at Jackson State University and HBCU, which is a black college, it's meant a lot to us and to Jackson State, but to all of the HBCU football and sports and graduate community. So people have a lot of really strong feelings about the move that he just made from Jackson State to the University of Colorado. I want to unpack and explain the move, why it's a big deal, and just give you my honest, earnest thoughts if you care to hear them. Glad to be back. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. As I said, I'm super glad to be back here on the podcast. I had a neck surgery on Wednesday, and I'm at the tail end of the worst, I hope, of the worst of the recovery part. Uh, I'm still on narcotics, (laughs) so I haven't had any today, so I'm not saying it's going to affect what I'm saying, (laughs) but just an FYI, but um, I'm glad to be back, and while I was away, there, you know, it's it's tempting to, uh, to to be in the bed recovering and in pain. It's tempting to weigh in on everything. But I just decided, like, okay, I need to concentrate on myself and just recover here. And uh, while I was recovering, it was announced that Deion Sanders was going to leave Jackson State University, where he was coaching, where he was brilliant. They had an undefeated season this year the first in the entire history of Jackson State University, a storied football program that never went undefeated. And uh, they went undefeated this year. They had an amazing record over the past few years. He was not only a brilliant coach, but father figure and role model to those young men. He got them a ton of exposure. He was great for the university and great for black colleges and black college sports. And he became... In a lot of ways, Dion, who has always been popular, became like a cult hero of black colleges 
for what he was doing. Now, he's not the first major black college coach. Like when I was a student at Morehouse, this is uh, not even in the ballpark. But I mean, it's big. Doug Williams, who was the quarterback for the at the time, the Washington Redskins, now the Washington Commanders, and was Super Bowl MVP, came and was the coach at Morehouse. And that was a big deal at the time. But having Deion Sanders become the football coach at Jackson State, that's in a whole nother stratosphere. And it was good for the bottom line because attendance skyrocketed. Uh, It was good for recruitment because all of a sudden some of the top athletes in the country decided to go to a black college instead of going to a random predominantly white university somewhere. They decided to go to a university that was created with them in mind. And it was an exciting development. Now, I didn't think that Dion would stay there forever. Um, And I also understood that he was, I don't want to say underpaid, but compared to the attention that he was getting as, as coach, he was significantly underpaid there. Um, and the proof in some ways is that the University of Colorado offered him like a contract, a $25 million contract, I think it was, $5 million plus per year. And that's, that's big money. And when you are an athlete, a retired athlete, it helps <laughs> to have steady income that you can rely on. And, and I'm not saying that he just left for that, but, um, but he did. He left. And people, I don't want to say that I'm shocked, but if people have really strong feelings about Deion Sanders leaving Jackson State, for the University of Colorado, a struggling predominantly white university. (laughs) Okay, like not even one of the top tier football programs, not even like tier B. And I think that some of what stung people is he didn't leave Jackson State for his alma mater. He went to Florida State. So it wasn't like he left to go to where he came up or grew up. It wasn't like he left and went to a, a top 25 or even a top 100 program he left Jackson State where he was beloved and was a cult hero where it seemed like he was doing something revolutionary for black people black colleges black sports and he left for a struggling C or D level predominantly white college in the middle of Colorado and In some ways, that's what has left people stumped. Like, hold on, hold on. Like, you left, you left Jackson State for that? (laughs) You know, not even like a particularly historic program that he has any emotional connection to. Uh, It's still a big university. It historically has been a pretty big football program, but they've been down on their luck for a very long time. And I'm seeing people who are angry, who are irate, (laughs) who are frustrated, who are calling him names, who are saying he sold out uh, those students and those recruits and he sold out Jackson State. He never really cared about Jackson State. 
I want to give three or four of my thoughts right after the break. We're going to have a quick word from some of our sponsors, and I'll be right back. I got to tell you what I'm thinking. I think the single smartest, most balanced take that I saw might have been from my dear friend and brother, Dr. Wes Bellamy. Uh, Look up Dr. Wes Bellamy on Twitter or Instagram. Just search his name and you'll see this post. You'll probably find it easier on Instagram. Um, And he he broke down the 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 both sides of the issue and the first thing though that that he said that resonated with me is that he saw a lot of people complaining that weren't donating to black colleges that that aren't giving to black colleges never have never will never never plan on it that didn't go to black colleges that don't support them in any meaningful way. They didn't attend them. Their children don't attend them. But all of a sudden, they now have a whole lot to say about Deion Sanders, who went there for three years and poured his heart and soul into the program and took it to the highest heights it's ever been. You don't necessarily have any leg to stand on. Unless you've done what he just, I don't mean if you also went and coached at an HBCU, but unless you've ever poured your heart out for an HBCU, poured your money out for an HBCU, don't, don't complain about what Dion just did. He gave three good years of his life and is now transitioning to something very different. And he clearly has his own motivations. I don't know if it's money, if it's profile, if it's his. I don't know if his dream is to eventually coach one of the top tier programs. And he sees Colorado as the next step and eventually he'll go to the next step. I don't know. I don't. But Wes is right. If you've never sacrificed and poured your heart out for a black college, don't complain when a man who just gave three years of his life then transitions to something else. Now. For the rest of you, for that small number of you who have poured your heart and soul out to black colleges, who donate to them, who've worked for them, I've done all of those things. If if you have some concerns, let's talk about it. I do understand that all of us, I think, had hopes and dreams that Deion Sanders would stay at Jackson State or maybe eventually even go to another HBCU, but that he would stay in the HBCU space for a really long time. He was so good at what he did. He was so good for the students, for the athletes, for the colleges, for the football programs. He was so good for business that I wished he had stayed so much longer. It's his prerogative that he didn't. But for those of us that love HBCUs with our whole heart, it just stings a little to see the man leaving. Okay. Otherwise, and maybe this is disappointing to people. Otherwise, he just did. Deion Sanders just did what college football coaches, what college sports coaches do every day. 
And it is disappointing when a college football coach recruits top-tier athletes to their programs and tells their mothers, I'm going to be there with your son for the next two years, three years, four years, promises them the moon to get students there, and then they bail when they get a good job offer. That happens, just to be clear. That happens every single day. College coaches have made promises to programs, to students, to parents every day. I just saw that the University of Cincinnati lost their coach. I just saw that Oregon State, uh, that Liberty University. These are all universities that all just lost their coaches and who went somewhere else. And so it happens. And when college coaches leave, they always let somebody down. And so that's kind of par for the course. The beautiful thing that's new is up until very recently, I mean, like in the past two or three years, college coaches could leave whenever they wanted. College athletes were stuck. Now college athletes, they can transition and go to other programs, which they should be able to do. And they're doing it in huge numbers. In fact, a lot of student athletes may leave to go be with Deion Sanders, or they may go to other programs. So, yes, it's disappointing, but what Dion just did is pretty much what college coaches do all the time. It was just that we had hoped he was going to do it differently, and he didn't. And I still think he's going to be a brilliant coach. Um, I still think we should cheer for him and, and root for him. He's going to do things differently and do it his way. Uh, I hope it opens the door for other, you know, famous athletes to go coach at black colleges and do what Dion just did, but maybe stay longer. Um, the truth is all of us are yearning for something more, for more support, uh, for more notoriety for black colleges, for HBCUs. And we felt like we had that with primetime Deion Sanders Coach Prime, as he calls himself, and and he's gone, and and so maybe somebody else will come. There are other things that we can do to get the attention that we need on these programs, but I'm still rooting for him. Listen, I've got to go. Um, I really, really appreciate your support over the past few days. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I will be back here tomorrow, and I should be here every day this week. Listen, if you're not yet a member of the North Star. Please go now to the northstar.com and become a member today. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day, we're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone.